What's up, guys? Adam Carr here with episode nine of Horribly Hollywood Single, brought to you by AfterBuzz TV. Some of the worst dating stories told by some of the best guests in Hollywood. And speaking of guests, I have Alyssa Phillips up next. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Hello, everybody. Welcome on this wonderful Monday the 13th. Monday the 13th, is that a thing? No idea. I am your host, Adam Carr, bringing you back here for Horribly Hollywood Single. We talk about bad dates. We talk about horrible dumpster fire dating scenes like Los Angeles. Uh, This is something that's universal. We're all aware of it. We just like to talk about it and commiserate over here. To my left is the lovely returning guest co-host, Miss Tara Erickson of Idiot Army, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, guys. Hello, and welcome back. Happy to be here. I was so glad to have you on the show last week. I literally just said, hey, do you want to come back? (laughs) He sure did, and I was like, I'll think about it. And she made me think, uh, she thought about it for, what, two hours? Three hours. It was uh, days. Not uh, days. It was days. I don't even get hours. Really made him wait. I get a day ask back from you. Uh Uh-huh. That's how it goes here. You feeling it? Also, did you notice, too, last time you were sitting right next to me, now you're over. And now I'm further removed. So uh, that's uh, on purpose. Next to the better person here. Speaking of better person, why don't we... (laughs) I'll take it. I'll take a boo, a yay. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, you've seen her on AfterBuzz TV. You've seen her. uh, She was awesome on Fresh Off the Boat. She's the artistic director of the Pack Theater in Hollywood. She's one of the busiest ladies. We're so glad she's here to talk about bad dates. Alyssa Phillips, ladies and gentlemen. Hi. Hi. Thank you for having me. Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. We've got some dates. We're going to talk about Philly in a little bit. Yes. We're going we're gonna to brush up on some <laughs> Los Angeles. Yes. Um, if you're uh, first time joining us today, I just want to remind everybody, we're definitely on Apple Podcasts. Be sure to subscribe. Uh, give us a rating if you like us. Uh, check us out. We're streaming live on YouTube right now. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in week after week. I'm talking to a bunch of you guys on Facebook. You're talking about bad dates. You're telling me how much you like the show. Um, the show is only working because we're getting great people, like the people to my left here. So uh, thank you so much. I feel like I kind of change and adapt to whoever is next to me in the room. Um, but I'm so excited to do this show with you ladies today. So thanks so much for being a part of this. Thanks yeah. for having me. Also, uh, we have um, our married voice of reason, Mr. Jeff Graham. Did you notice I didn't call you James this time? I called you Jeff. Sir, which is uh, which is great. So, and the thing uh, is, I didn't want to say that I got the name wrong last week because honestly, I feel like I didn't. Um, but we know, did. I, but we know I did. That's all right. So let's uh, roll back the tape after the show, and we'll see uh, see where we landed. Roll back that beautiful bean footage. Roll this. Um, so anyway, uh, ladies and gentlemen, over this past week, I uh, started talking to someone who's on. Uh, she started a blog called thesinglesociety.com. Uh, her name is Nikki Nelson. She hails from New York. Yes, seems like a really fun, amazing person who writes about bad dates week after week. So, of course, I checked out this blog. I started reading it. I thought it was absolutely hysterical. I thought I could just kind of tip us off, read a little story here, and let's just let's get in the thick of it. Yes. Let's do it. All right. So, this is called uh, The Dumpster Firefighter. I love it already. The, <laughs> the, the quote at the top is, Sleeping with a man in uniform was always a fantasy of mine, but when it finally happened, it ended up being a terribly bad one-night stand. Uh, I met Kevin on Hinge during a dark period of time where I found myself completely powerless to a man in uniform. Ladies, can you... M- mistake number one yeah. was Hinge. Who really? I like it there. No, and, and you, you, 
Yes, and how many good stories do you have to talk about from that? Zero! Exactly. No. Anytime I brought up to my friends, they're like, what dating app are you on? And I was like, Hinge. And they would always reply with, oh, the thing you're hanging by? I always felt like that was the... <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> That's true. Mistake number one. Although I, I do love a man in uniform, and I do think there's something to be said for... You, you can right? literally throw on a chef's coat and I'll sleep with you. Oh, yeah. right. Like, F- Especially FYI. if your name is monogrammed on there, it's yeah. like, you get extra stuff. And if it doesn't, if it's not doesn't your name... Doesn't have to be their name. No, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> I don't know. Kurt. It could say mom. Kyle. Dad. So I was completely powerless to a man in uniform, no matter how big of a douchebag or how bad of a one-night stand he was. Kevin was a deliciously beefy NYC firefighter with a remarkably amusing sense of humor and an affinity for a good, smoky old fashion. Ah, so good sense of humor and good body. Clearly, he did something in his last life. Kevin made the trek in from Long Island to the Upper East Side to relatively obscure speakeasy I could sample when he claimed uh, was an old-fashioned far superior to any other. Oh, he's already telling her he's doing the uh, I know more than you stuff. When I entered the sparsely lit saloon, I found Kevin waiting for me inside a red tufted booth looking so good I already wanted to slide down his fire pole. Ooh. Metaphor. Whoa. After some flirtatious chatter... We bonded over the fact that we were both navigating the dating scene, aren't we all, Uh, (laughs) while dealing with the asinine stigma of having been previously married. Ah. Mm. Took the dive once before. I would think that would actually be good, because like Alec Baldwin says in The Departed, well, at least you know somebody could stand the son of a bitch at one point. Oh, I like that. Right? I like that a lot. Someone someone said yes. Uh, Oh, but that was when he dropped the bomb. Kevin was still married. (gasps) This... Marriage was news to me, considering he had spoken of his divorce as if it was practically ancient history, as one does when they want to sleep with someone else. Nope. In fact, his wife had filed for divorce just shy of two weeks prior. Oh, my God. Well, well, well. Cue the fucking floodgates. Kevin began to cry as he unloaded every ounce of emotional baggage on me about when his, where his marriage went wrong, what he would have done differently, and how he is working hard to move towards a better future. Oh, buddy. This is so awful. This is something. Oh, my God. Uh, though I was happy for Kevin's poignant awakening. Oh, what a great word. It would have been lovely if, oh, I don't know, it didn't happen on our first fucking date. Yeah, there we go. You don't have, you don't do this once. I one time a girl showed up and I had showed up forty five minutes early, so I ordered like two drinks because I was nervous. And by the time she got there, I mean I was definitely kind of slurring my words. You drank them both. I drank them both. Oh and no, cried? it wasn't for her. Oh no, oh, I just I was you just fully a heavy, I was just a heavy drinker. Yeah, oh, I was okay. just I just wanted to throw something back. I think I was talking to her about like life or something, and I think I started doing the Demi Moore one oh. tear down the cheek. Oh, oh man, and I could tell she was just looking at me kind of like with a shocked like oh. Oh, I'm never going to sleep with you. And also, oh, you should be medicated. Yeah, so also, broken. Also, like, if a guy starts crying with you like that, I mean, I would feel obligated to pay the check, which is already also going to make me angry. Yeah. Because if you're crying, I can't expect you to shell out money. Maybe that's what they do. Maybe, is that what men do to, like, get free drinks? They cry. They so cry. They to play on is our, that going like, to be the new thing? I don't know, man. I would I would give into that. I would end up being like, oh, let me buy you that drink and another. Right. I won't sleep with you. Out or of money? You Cry. don't have to pay if you start. You work up the tears too, and now it's even. It's like, yeah, God, true. <laughs> I get it. You know, because you know then, you're not getting laid because if he drinks that much, it's whiskey dick. So you're yeah. not you're not getting laid out of it. No, that's true. You know what or I mean? Or if you do, it's not going to be good. It's going to be like kind of smushy. Yeah, you're the have worst. To, Pretend it's gonna that be like, like something just soaking. Whiskey dick is that's a real problem. That's for a whole nother show. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's a big problem <laughs> for, <laughs> for our younger <laughs> listeners. Just wait. Uh, let's see. Now, when a date is going this badly, one would think I would finish my drink and be on my merry way. 
But no, not me. Why? Two reasons. One, I hadn't been laid in months. Hey, we've all been there. And then this meme sums it up perfectly. For those of you, you can't see the meme, but it's um, it's the mama gorilla from the Tarzan movie. And she's looking down at baby Tarzan, but it just shows, it says, when I see an emotionally damaged man. So she like wants to hold him. Uh, not only am I a sucker for a man in uniform, but clearly for a man in severe emotional distress. Move to L.A. You'll find them all. <laughs> so back to my apartment we went. Kevin blew his load in approximately 42 seconds. Yeah, oh, of course. Probably 10 seconds That's what I'm better saying. than his average. Then attempted to finger me, but clearly was mistaking my vagina for a turkey. He was oh. eagerly trying to stuff. That's too bad. Come on, buddy. Morse code. And after some cringeworthy sexual activity, I was hoping to finally put an end to this terribly bad one-night stand. No such luck. Subsequent to the pleasureless experience, Kevin slept until roughly 11.30. There we go. And only awoke from his deep slumber after I purposely made a ruckus in order to expedite his departure. He lollygagged around my apartment, completely oblivious to the fact that I wanted him gone. He enjoyed some cereal and relaxed on my sofa, wearing only his skivvies, watching sports highlights. Finally, I'd had enough. So don't you want to... Sorry, some 1-800... uh, telemarketer was calling me there. I, they always do that. They always right do that. Right in the middle of this show. They right know. in the middle of my show. They know. I'm going to call him back. Finally, I'd had enough. So don't you want to head out and get home or something? I asked, obviously peeved. Eh, I don't know. I wasn't sure if you wanted to hang out. I don't really have any plans, he said. He wants to get laid again. That's what it is. Kevin then began to stall and attempted to draw up aimless conversation. When at last I told him I wanted to get on with my day, he relented and asked if he would be able to use my shower first. Why, you ask? Because Kevin was homeless. Well, kind of. That wife he casually forgot to mention? Yeah, she still lived at their apartment, and he did not want to be there. Aw, Kevin. Though Kevin was gainfully employed. All right, so he has money. He's been living at his firehouse for the last two months. Because of some irresponsible spending decisions, he wasn't exactly in a place financially to find a new apartment. This guy's got it going. Oh, but then he informed me that he had recently booked a trip to Europe for two weeks, and he drove a BMW. But can I use your shower? Oh, this guy's just living the dream. He said the firehouse only had communal showers, and it would be nice to have some privacy for a change. There you go, buddy. Have some self-respect. Kevin made use of my facilities and left shortly after, but not after making it smell like something died in my bathroom, causing my 350-square-foot studio to reek of putridity. Well. Wow. She is too nice. That was pain. How how much? At what point would you have cut that off? You are, are the second he pulled out. <laughs> the second he pulled out, I would have been like, and have a and, nice. And there's ways to get it to happen. You learn after a while. Uh, I'm like sure. I'm like the perfect friend with benefit. Because first of all, you will never come to my place. I will always go to your place. Uh, oh, wow. Because I because I. I can have more control over it that way. I know yeah. you think you do, but you oh. you don't. Mm. Literally, we finish. You inevitably go to the bathroom. Afterwards, they always do. By the time you're out of the bathroom doing whatever it is you're doing in there, I am up, clothing on, like headed out the door like, thank you. That's it. Oh, yeah. You're going to see your 9 o'clock movie. Damn straight I am. That's what's going on. Simple. There needs to be a newly divorced app that's just for newly divorced people who want to cry and have a cathartic <laughs> talk session together and then F-U-C-K later. Can we have the do, do the do, the sexual thing together do the, do the and thing. with a couple of divorces? Because there's nothing wrong with that. You know no. what I mean? Like, there's nothing wrong with that. But it would be more beneficial if it's, if it's like newly divorced, right? Newly divorced or is divorces. a totally different strain of single dating. Of, of I agree. And I, I think uh, maybe maybe people need it. Especially as we're as we're getting up there in age. You know what I mean? Like yes. it's more likely to meet someone who's 
who's been married before. Yeah. I yeah. I took out a single mom who had been married. She had five kids, and she was like twenty eight. Whoa. What? This was what? Yeah, it's a while back. She started having kids when she was like twenty. And we would have regular dates of basically like just really nice dinner conversation and then like hooking up in a public place. That was like her thing. Sure. I think that was like her adventure from like being like with a five ba- kids all day long. Yeah. Hold on. Public place like a bathroom? Like what do you mean? Like a, like a mailbox <laughs> on a like suburban if sidewalk? We were walking around after dinner and Probably. you just go, oh, hey, there's a bunch of. Trees and shrubbery. Like, oh, yeah, like a, PDA. Okay. Like PDA, but just when more have, PDA than you'd want someone to see. I've never done that, so Listen, I really? don't know never. how it works. <laughs> it's one of those things that, like, <laughs> it, never, it never, it never crossed your mind? No, think about, think, in a vehicle with tinted windows. Oh, you're uh, so cute. So, Where are you from, like, originally? Vegas. It's in City, Vegas. This is insane you to me. never did this in Vegas? No. PDA, it's like romance. It's like when a man like touches your face. This doesn't happen in real well, life, but like when a man touches your face and pulls you in by your chin. I know, but he's talking like more. Like, you know, you're really, you're getting in there, right? It's like what happens is I think it just, um, what is it? It just heightens everything. Dude, she's popped five kids out of her vag. Like, yeah, she's so, ready to. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. She just wants to be like, she right? Needs a but again, yeah. that Touch- was like. So, yeah. unfortunately, I feel like what you have here is you have two people. When some person wants to date, I mean, you're just he just wasted her time. Right. That's what sucks. Because mm-hmm. she was putting herself out there. She was doing this. She clearly doesn't want to have to babysit this guy. And it wasn't worth whatever fantasy she thought it was going to be. That's what starts happening. You, you start playing chess between the part of you that wants to have sex and the part of you that just like wants to go home. 100%. And you yeah. start saying how much of this. And I feel like when we're younger, when we're in our 20s, the side with sex always wins. And then as we start to get older, we start to go, uh, I've experienced more pleasures in life, and this isn't exactly the top zenith thing. Like, there are actually other things. They're actually sometimes just taking, like, a carton of something, you know, out of the freezer and, like, popping open something on Netflix and, like, just doing whatever you want. I was wondering where you were going with that. My my head went somewhere. I also think, like, as you get older, you're like, I'd rather not spend the money on alcohol and spend it on a good dildo. You know yes. what I mean? So I'd rather just go. go home and like... One of those Hitachi things. I hear they're expensive. They are, but they are worth every penny and they last. Ooh. You're welcome. Well, if you All learn right, nothing baby. else from this show, you need to have an alcohol slash dildo fund. Hitachi! At the end of the week, you need to Go decide. fund me. Go fund me. Maybe go they'll sponsor me. this podcast. Um, I would love it if a dildo company sponsored Hitachi. this. Yeah. Sponsored this podcast, I would just love my parents to be able to say mm-hmm. at dinner parties, what does he do? Oh, he's got a podcast. Oh, advertising? Yes, dildos. I will say, though, as a producer, talk about targeting a demographic. I think that's really smart. I'm just saying. Yeah. Me too. We'll look into it. That's why I said it. Jeff, add it to the list. It's on the list. All right. Baby. Also, write this down, Jeff. The, ulti- the ultimate beaver. The ultimate beaver. Okay. Yeah, you're welcome. Noted. Noted. Ooh. Noted. Oh so boy! Excited. <laughs> I do some research. She's not Say talking about dams. So, Alyssa, hi. You've uh, you've had some bad dates. You've had some things happen in your past. And hey, sure. First off, I'm here to tell you we don't judge at horribly Hollywood single. Uh, I've had uh, you know some bad run-ins myself. I used to have some really bad na- uh, nicknames for uh, women. Wouldn't call them by their name because I wasn't a respectful adult. I hadn't matured. Can, uh, I, can I ask what the names? Sure. Some some of the nicknames, Tender Tits. That mm. was a big classic. Virgin Lupus. Wow. Um, <laughs> sorry. That was a real, that mm-hmm. was like, that wasn't even me. Um, I shouldn't have taken a drink and then heard that. <laughs> Almost exactly. choked. Special Ed Sally. Teacher, not student. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'm not going to do that to you. Wow. And uh, 
So anyway, uh, what I want to say is to all our listeners, we'd like to hear uh, some bad date stuff. And uh, what I tell people, you know, this isn't necessarily like a therapy session. Um, I want you to uh, feel free to blame people. Feel free to <clears throat> throw people under the bus. Great. Say, if you hadn't done this, my life would have been better. All that stuff, too. Plus, if, you, you know, if you're hanging on to things, you're keeping a list, keeping score. Mm. We love that on this show. Anyway. I like that. Away. Take it away. Um, I'm, I have got, I've got a really bad date from Philly and a really bad date from L.A. Oh, yeah. Mm. And I don't know which one is worse, but we'll go Philly. Let's start with Philly. So you got to understand that, like, we're talking East Coast. So we're talking a lot of people who are, like, aggressive and, like, loudmouthed and, like, no holds bar, like, none of this, like, pussyfooting around. So there was a guy that I – and I'm going to use his real name, but I don't remember his last name, so it won't matter. Um, but his name is Tony. Mm. And I liked Tony a lot. And uh, Tony graduated the same college I went to the year before I got there. Nice. So I went to a party with, like, all older people, and he was there, and, like, he was flirting with the freshmen, and I got it. And, like, I'm not stupid. I'm like, I know what you want, and I'll give it to you. You don't have to work this hard. Um, (laughs) The answer is yes. Um, Sorry, Mom. And um, uh, he invited me to this club in Philly that's, like, a a 70s-themed club. There we go. Um, And I got some friends to go with me, and we all had our fake IDs because we were not 21 at the time. And I went. I'm so excited because I'm like, I'm going to hang out with Tony. Like, he wants to, like, hook up with me. I don't care. Like, uh, let's just do this. Sure. And um, Find some shrubs. Find some shrubs. And he's like, and at this point, you know, he's like an actor and he's like working. And I'm like, ooh, it's like a working actor. I was very excited. Um, and we're at the club and it's a lot of fun. And he invites me back to his place. I'm like, done. Here we go. And we go back to his place in South Philly. Now, keep in mind, where Tony lives in South Philly is above a funeral home. There's lots of funeral homes in South Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. So in order to get into Tony's apartment, you have to walk through the lobby of the funeral home, up the stairs, and then there's Tony's, like, massive apartment. How is this not a CBS sitcom? I don't know. God, it's so good already. Just wait. So we hook up. We have sex. Uh, I crash in his bed. This is before I realized the whole, like, I should just leave thing. This is, like, one of the the impetuses for me being, like, Alyssa, like, let's just leave. Um, Because then things like this won't happen. So... The middle of the night, uh, I wake up and I realize there's no. I wet the bed. Tony's next to me. He's fast asleep, and I have pissed myself. <clears throat> oh this shit! Is, I, this is why I should not drink vodka. This is why I don't drink vodka, and because only vodka makes me wet the bed. Anyways, <laughs> different story. Um, and other short stories. It's true. Um, so I realized I wet the bed. Tony's passed out. I'm like, oh my god, what do I do? Um, I have to like try and clean it up. So I like try and maneuver myself out of Tony's bed, and I go into the bathroom, and I like. There's no toilet paper because he's, like, a dude. And I'm like, this is disgusting. So I can't, like, wipe myself. And I was like, and I can't, like, wipe his bed. And I, like, tiptoe into the kitchen. There's no paper towels. I'm like, how do you live with yourself? And um, 20-something guys, man. I'm Honestly. And I'm like, so, and keep in mind this whole time that I'm, like, like hopping around looking for things to, like, clean. I'm pantsless. So I'm, like, dripping. I'm, like, 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 like hobbly wobbling because I'm, like, dripping urine. And, uh, and it's a lot of pee in his bed. It's like, it's like, and I guess oh, his bed was like sunken, so it's like kind of like a little like puddle oh, almost. Yeah. <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> Things you don't say out loud. And um, so I'm like, I have to go. I gotta go. I can't clean this up. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I put on my clothing. I'm soiled. It's disgusting. And I leave Tony's apartment, right? So now I'm in the lobby of the funeral home. I shut the door behind me and I go to the front door of the funeral home. Yeah. Well, the front door of the funeral home is locked from the inside. Okay. 
<clears throat> so you need a key. Mm-hmm. And I went, all right, I'm going to go back up into Tony's apartment. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steal. I'm going to get his keys. Well, when I walked out of Tony's apartment, I locked myself out of his apartment. So now I'm simultaneously <laughs> locked out of his apartment but locked in the lobby of the funeral home. <laughs> so I don't know what to do. Uh, so I start crying, as anyone would. And um, I'm like, there's got to be, like, a spare key. It's a funeral home. There's got to be a spare key somewhere. got to be something. So I find a door that goes down. So I walk down the stairs, and I turn on the lights, and it's open caskets everywhere, <laughs> as far as the eye can see. Dead people in them? Dead people in them. Holy sh... So <gasps> I see a desk at the very end, and I'm like, just get to the desk, just get to the desk. And I'm literally, like, singing to myself out loud, because for some reason that, like, put me at ease. I don't remember what I sang, but I just remember, like, singing to myself to the desk. All the drawers are locked. There's no, there's no whatever. And I, like, race out. Um, I go back up the stairs. Um, it's at this point, I don't know, like three in the morning. I'm on my phone, like looking up locksmiths because I'm like, like I'm just gonna lie and say that I live here and I got like locked in. No one's answering the phone at three o'clock in the morning. Um, I end up crying myself to sleep in a soiled puddle of nonsense by the front door. And I guess Tony woke up a couple of hours later realized what was going on, I guess came downstairs, saw me there, literally, like, shakes me to wake me up, uh, unlocks the door, and just goes like this. And uh, and I left, and I didn't see oh. him for, like, I saw him, I met him again, like, four years later, because I auditioned to be in a show that he was in, but it was very embarrassing. Oh, whoa. We both auditioned, and then we're in Tony and Tina's wedding together. Now, oh. anyone who's watching from back home will be like, I know who you're talking about, I don't care. He's very happily married. And so you ended up being in a show with him after all that. Like four years later, we were both in Tony and Tina's wedding together. Was he nice to you then? <laughs> so. Because just opening the door to be like, you know what away. I mean? Yeah, <laughs> away. Yeah, away with you. Oh, Pierre, um, when you get cast in Tony and Tina's wedding, they invite you to come see it. So I went to go see it and he was in it. And the look on his face when he saw me enter the building is something I will never <laughs> forget because he's like, what the, who, what are you doing here? Like, I haven't seen you in four years and oh my God. God. And are you wearing a diaper? And the answer was no. So you married him. So oh. I married him. Could you imagine? First off, bravery. That is. Thank you for sharing. These are my snaps. A lot oh. of people. A lot of people don't have your balls. A lot of people don't have your balls. Come on, talk about it. I she's mean, got so many balls. She's been doing stand up since she was twelve. <laughs> I heard a story. And about I'm seventy five. Like that's just that story's great. Oh my god! Holy crap! Right? That's amazing. It's awful. And I and like so I don't drink vodka because anytime I do drink vodka, I wet the bed. It's a thing. But really, I, just a certain alcohol. It's just vodka, and I don't know why. And I haven't tested it in years because, right. like, why would I? Right. But um. But uh, yeah. But so. you've had the same amount of like alcoholic drinks. Like let's say it's like bourbon versus like three vodkas, three bourbons. Vodka always just you. just vodka. So weird. Literally right through me. So interesting. Holy moly. Yeah. Isn't that awful? That's God, an awful it's story. It's really it is. And I would being that young and you having a crush on that guy, and then he just is like doesn't say anything and is just like. It just like marred my entire did, college yeah. career. Were you nervous to see him every day after I was, that? Yeah, or? I was nervous to see like other people from his graduating class because I was like, God, for sure he told them that I slept with this freshman chick and look what she did. Like, of course he did. 
And I just dreaded it. I mean, I'm sure that I'm sure they know, and I'm sure like when they saw me, they were like, "Oh, it's that chick." But like, I turned out okay. Good for you. Thanks. Turned out great. I mean, single. You but turned okay. out great. Why? Thanks. Single She's place. The best. You don't know. You, you don't know. You're right. Maybe you, you dodged something. Valid. Maybe Obviously. there's something. Maybe there's an alternate universe where you're married and you're absolutely miserable. Valid. Things are. Uh, things happen either which way. I'm actually okay. I'm, yeah. I'm, do- I'm doing good. I think She's you're wonderful. Great. I appreciate that. I got a, I got a good vibe from you. She I runs a that. comedy theater. <laughs> runs it. And yeah, you run a theater in Hollywood. I do. The Pack Theater. The Pack Theater. Nice. Yeah, I think so. What's that like? What's that theater like? It's Let a lot of fun. It it's um, it's a lot of like bold, daring comedy. People taking like risks and t- and chances with what they're doing, which I really appreciate. So it's um, cool. yeah, you know, sometimes I say like I feel like I've failed on that stage more times than I've succeeded as a performer. Yeah. Um, and I. I think that's great because I think that's the way you grow. Like it's our job as comedians to like push the boundaries of comedy or we or we just stay like this and like that's boring and it's like 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 middle America looks to comedy to like tell them what to do and to like what to laugh at and like what to comment on and like that's our job. Yeah. So um it's it's great to find a place that encourages taking those kinds of chances. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh well would you like to go into an LA dating story by a chance you don't have to but there's still a little bit of time left if you wanted to go into another sure. story segment um or we can go into the next thing it's whatever no. you want to do oh, if I, you want to share it, it the floor is yours i appreciate it um yeah sure so uh i try not to shit where i eat i try not to like hook up with people in the comedy community because sure. i don't want to shit where i eat that's mm-hmm. hard though because i feel like uh, it's it's a lot of the people that you see. Yes, it's yeah. the only people I it's see. It's like doctors tend to date doctors and nurses. One hundred percent. See them all the time, and they're with them, and you're like twenty you hours do a day. It I'm seeing your face once, and then you learn your lesson because then you have to keep seeing them, and then you're like, never again. Right. Well, that, that being be said, it is yeah. awkward. That being said, again, I truly think I'm like the queen of friends and benefits. Like I'm very capable <laughs> of like having sex with you, and then like that's it. Like I'm I'm okay with that. Like that's I think it's I don't know. I, I enjoy sex. Good for you. I'm I'm way that. more emotionally attached and needy than that. Not me, man. I'm like, what are you thinking? <laughs> can I hold your hand as we walk downstairs? No, yeah, you can no. go. Okay. <laughs> are we both crying? Just you. Just yeah. it. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> That's really funny. Um, no, I'm definitely the exact opposite of that. Got it, got it. Uh, but there was a guy in the comedy community, this is fairly recently, and uh, sort of started flirting and he's very attractive and I found myself attracted to him. And I was like, you have to be careful. Um, also, because I am the artistic director of a theater, like I, I feel like I have to, I have to be extra careful because, sure, because I'm in charge. Oh, um, yeah. Well, casting couch session. Di- well, you know, it wasn't, but it could right. have been. He but could spin it that way. There's a, you know. Um, he invited me to hang out. We got drinks. It was clear flirting on both ends. Um, he, he even said, uh, we get back to his place and we're hooking up. And he even says, he was like, is this okay? And I'm like, this is fine. Like, let's, like, let's just keep going. And he kept, like, second-guessing everything. And he's just like, he's like, but, like, but like, cause, like because, like, we can stop. And I'm like, I'm giving, this is full permission. This is a yes. Like, no, like let, let's go. And then at one point he was like, we're hooking up. And he's like, so we're not going to have sex. And I was like, okay, like, let's just keep hooking up. And he's like, Gosh. and he's like, <laughs> he just, he, he just kept it. finding ways to stop hooking up. Killing the mood. And he was like. And he's like, he's like, he's like, that's like kind of a big deal for me. I was like, okay, great, that's fine. Let's just great. Oh, Jesus. And he was like, and then make out, and then he would stop. Is that okay with you? <clears throat> it's fine. Let's just keep making out. And then we kept making out, and he was like, so just so you know, um, I also hooked up with a mutual friend of ours. 
a couple weeks ago. And I was like, okay, great. And he's like, so I just want to talk about that. I'm like, you're oh, on top of me. What is going on? You're literally on top of me. We're making out. You just told me you made out with my friend. I'm telling you it's okay. And you just keep going. Like, how many ways can you ruin the mood? And I'm giving you, like, I'm telling you it's okay. I'm giving you the, like, it's okay. Let's, let's just keep going. Giving you the go ahead. Oh, my God. And he just, like, kept doing it. Ruined and kept, it. To the point where, um, and th- this is like a, just a very big pet peeve of mine, and I think only uh, two men in my life have ever done this, and they are both comedy people. How graphic can I get? Here we go. Oh. Do it. Jeff, can we get graphic? Uh, absolutely. The hey. show is called Horribly Hollywood Single. <laughs> Wicked it what? If there's anyone listening and you're under 18, stop. Hmm. There we go. All right, there we go. All right, so um, he... he had told me he would not have sex with me. Okay. Um, so I decided to uh, pleasure him in other ways. Oh, yeah. And he stopped me so he could lay next to me and jerk himself off mm. to, like, finish. And I was like, hey, you don't have to do that. Like, I'll I'll take, like, l- like I take pride in what I do. Like, let me do it. <laughs> right. I'm really good. You know what's it's going not on. Conceit. Yeah. I'm Jewish. There's like a... So. And, um... <laughs> And uh, he like, and he just kept stopping me, and he just kept being like, "But I hooked up with." I'm like, I, "You don't." Oh my oh. god! God, he's the worst. Stop. Awful. Anyways, we're still very good friends, and I think he's a wonderful person. It probably is. But it's, sure, it's driving me nuts. Is, it's driving me nuts. Like my... I'm upset now. I'm gonna have to go run a mile later because I'm upset <laughs> about this. So sexually frustrated. I left so sexually frustrated. Wait. I'm sorry. So he then didn't end up doing anything to you after lying next to you and doing whatever he needed to do? No, no, he emotionally unloaded onto her. Uh, I think that was his... And every time I would... Sorry, yes, and yes. And also, if I would, like, try and jerk him off, he would, like, be like... He would, like, stop me and be, like, softer. And I'm like, listen, stop, stop, stop. Like, let me do... Like, sit back and relax and enjoy yourself. Like, you're welcome. Also, you're an awful... You're awful. The the worst, and I hope he's listening. I don't know if it gets any worse than correcting a woman mid hand oh. job. Now, granted, you know what? You don't have to say anything. You just sometimes you just get out lotion and you say, "Hey, I like lotion. That makes me feel better." Sometimes you don't you don't tell her, especially if it's your first time. In and being it was, intimate did like he that. end up saying everything that happened with that girl and asking you advice on that? Um, I don't. Was he like, "What did should he say?" I because do I went down that? on a girl, and uh, she w- didn't talk to me afterwards. What's funny is he did the same thing to her w- about me <laughs> because her and I are friends, and we talked about it. I'm literally losing my mind. Who is this man? He needs to be shot down. It's really funny. He's I, not a man. Twenty bucks says he's, he's listening, and he's gonna freak out. Uh, and I'm just gonna be fine. like, "It's your fault, dude." But he also that means just so I can clear it very quickly. That also means that he went with the other girl, probably did not pleasure her, maybe did the same thing because he was like, "Hey, by the way, I slept with your friend Alyssa," or uh, did some stuff with Alyssa. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, for sure that she or like I, you know what I mean? Like I he went right back. Now. She told yeah. me she that he mentioned my name in bed with all her. this guy is interested in uh, is what he's doing. And how it's affecting other people. Well, he did nothing, and it, it did not affect. I was unaffected. He does not. Let me tell you something. Selfish people, selfish lovers. All right. Ugh, the that guy. Worst. Which is the worst because I'm so giving in bed because I enjoy to be giving in bed. You know, you know what's probably wrong then. You're probably attracting then guys who like don't give anything because you give so much. I do give so much, Tara. Don't I give a lot? She gives. 
I actually, <laughs> emotionally, and obviously here now, physically, so much to the world uh, in all great ways. Holy moly. Adam might be right. So 2020 is the year of me being selfish. You need to start being I selfish. So. You need to start saying, hey, this is what I'm expecting on yes. my side. What you need to do is take him out again. And then before anything starts happening, goes, that's great. I'm over it. No, I dislike him. He does not get to spend any more solo time with Alyssa. She is way too good for this man. I appreciate that. Don't know who you are, but if I did, I would be like, bro, (laughs) I can't. And then I would walk away. That's all I would say. Nothing mean. I can't, and I didn't. I I can't with you. I need a shower, and it gets slapped in the face after that story. God, me too. too. Holy (laughs) moly. Lateral rage. Ditto. Uh, for those of you uh, listening, I'm glad you're uh, mm-hmm. uh, here with Angry us. I, I got to tell you, yeah, I, I got, I got uh, ins- in- incensed. Is that the word? Ooh, I thought you were going to say ensconced. I almost said ensconced, <laughs> and then I was like, that's enraged. not the right word. Okay. Enraged. I'm emboldened. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, what we'd like to do now, because what that guy clearly did was a red flag, <sighs> uh, do not talk about other shit, do not talk about other women, do not talk about... Well, this one time I couldn't get it up, so I'm like, don't, don't talk. No one wants to hear your shit. Um, not even your parents want to hear that, and they're biologically meant to like you every day. So please, uh, we're gonna play a little game called Red Flags. Now, the way Red Flags works is uh, each of us has three little handy dandy cards, and uh, Jeff even has them in the booth. What we do is we each take turns reading three red flags. These are uh, deal breakers for dating someone and then what we do is uh we pick our bugaboo in the words of stepbrothers the absolute one that you just could not deal with or make peace with so um would one of you ladies like to start or would you like me to read it have you um whatever you want Tara, you want to go? Okay, Tara. i'll go i'll go first it. here we do it here's my first red flag do it open mouth kisses their pets that's a Ooh. lot um Ooh. Ooh. Keeps talking about their hot cousin. Oh, rough. <laughs> if they're from Game of Thrones, though. Um, brings ex to first date. Interesting. Listen, brings Why? ex to first date. That guy has got to be fun. He's like a sociopath, he right? He what he's doing. He, there's a game there, and I would love to know all about it, so I don't think that's the worst. Keeps talking about their hot cousin. Listen, if it's Jon Snow, I'm with you. Let's do this quick. You know Open nothing. mouth kisses their pets. I can't with that. And that to me, just they lick their stuff. And then, you know, it's sure, a but stuff. To be fair, I'm with you. dogs' mouths are very clean because I know. their tongues are they natural disinfectants. Your, they can lick your sores, and your sores will get better faster. I know all that stuff. Just saying. Adam, but I'll tell you, they also I eat feces. Voice. Faces. It makes me feel. They it eat too. it. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> they, lick, they lick their bottom parts, so, you know, I can't. Jeez. Uh, I All would right. agree. So, <sighs> open mouth kisses the pets? Yeah, I can't. I would agree. Open mouth. It, that's bad. That's gross. It's disgusting. Who knows? It's a lot. No, can't do it. Can't get into it. That's Ugh. gross. Can't, won't. I'm out. Never! <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> would you like to go next? Sure. Please? All right. So, we got. Brings mom to first date. Mm, oh, boy. I mean, that's kind of sweet. Mm-hmm. Burps and blows in your face. <clears throat> Interesting. It also that's doesn't say... Cute. Right, it doesn't say what date that's on. So if your relationship is established by this point, maybe you have an agreement. Yeah. If you're established, Or what cute. they ate. If that's the first month, that's... Uh, it's not good. That's not good. Um, you're one of the guys, right? No. No. No, no not. No. Nope, I have boobs. Uh, in a band called Genocide Warts. 
Interesting. <laughs> um, okay. In a band called Genocide Warts, I'm kind of down with that. I like the pun of it. Like, I kind of think that's cool. Also, if you're in a band that's hot and sexy, I'm not going to lie. You could, oh, like, yeah. it's like wearing a chef's coat. You hold a guitar and sing, and you will sleep with me. Uh, burps and blows in your face. I'm actually kind of okay with that. You like it. I don't like it's it. like he's marking you. Um, it's like he's giving you sex <laughs> If I hadn't had McDonald's in a while and they just had Infect a Big Mac, me. I might enjoy it. Honestly, I don't really, uh, I eat pretty healthy. There so, yeah, if he like had In-N-Out and then like blew it in my face, I'd be like, Ugh, I'm yeah. all right with that. Animal fries. Me too. Yeah, it's so good. God, so um, good. But for me, bringing mom to a first date, it's cute. But like unnecessary. Sure. Yeah. Unless oh. his mom is Meryl Streep. Um, well, if his mom is Meryl Streep, I'm okay with it. Yeah. We'll make an exception because Meryl Streep should be on all dates at all times. Mm-hmm. God bless her. The Meryl uh, seal of approval is what we all see. She would have stopped Tony after five seconds. We stopped a you lot of. You would have we, not even gotten to the club with him. She would have been true. like, Alyssa, you're too good for this. We talk a lot of shit on this show, but Meryl Streep. You, oh. can, you can do no wrong. <laughs> I would agree. So bringing the mom to the first date would be would be it for me. That's it for you? Yes. That's it for me. Jeff Graham, what do you got, buddy? Let's see. I've got uh, <laughs> Sleep Puncher. Uh, I've got Has Scissor Hands. <laughs> and has I have posts all of your texts and emails online. Oh! Whoa, 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 so whoa. Here's what I'll say. I'm a night terror sufferer, so uh, <gasps> my wife already has to deal with crazy like sleeping behavior oh my gosh do you run like through the hall shouting not i don't usually run but i do shout and i do flail oh um, wow so i'm a joy to share a bed with flails man yeah, i mean your arm probably is it whacked her a few times uh yeah yeah you have a king so it's good we, like <laughs> okay. it's out of necessity so yeah. you're the sure. puncher <laughs> yeah i'm kind of a sleep puncher already so i'm not divorced yet so i think it's de- it's possible to deal with uh, has scissor hands? I will say Edward Scissorhands is a favorite of mine. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if she were a wonderful person, I could get on board. I guess it would make sex very difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, but you'd have to get creative. Yeah. I don't think I could deal with someone who would post all of my texts and emails online. I agree. It's a little crazy. Me especially, neither. Especially with the kind of texts and things I send to men. Totally. Like, I, I couldn't, yeah. Yeah, I like, would take the risk of them snipping off, like, my clitoris over emails and texts getting out into the world. I would also take the risk of them slipping off my clitoris. Right? So I totally understand. I like that. Yeah. And on that note, <laughs> we go over to... Uh, he pleads the fifth. Mine over <laughs> here. Uh, she has three-foot fingernails. Interesting. Uh. Only speaks in boy band lyrics. But I guess she wants it that way. And uh, <laughs> takes you to couples therapy on the first date. Oh, she's thinking ahead. <laughs> so uh, let's see. I'm going to go with the three foot fingernails yeah. because that's just. Uh, do you remember that Guinness Book of World Records, the guy who had the mm. longest fingernails in the world? No. And he carried them in a bag. They oh, my God. They, he would have to outstretch them, and they were something like nine feet long. He grew them since he was a child. And he had back pain because Mm-mm. he would have to switch positions because it was so much weight. What? And it freaked me out. Adam <laughs> is literally describing this, and I want to vomit. Like, I saw one picture of that guy a million years oh, ago. It? And even when people explain it, I'm like, like why? I don't even get it. Is he married? I think he is. God And she damn likes it. it, and she digs it, and she digs it. We are screwed. Yeah, if we that can't... man is married, and we are single. 
I think that's. Do you really know why funny. he's married? Because he didn't talk about the last girl he freaking hooked up with. He just showed his nails. Honestly, that wasn't enough. Oh my god, what's this world you know coming what it to? Shows, though, it shows that he's able to commit. That's probably what she was attracted to. Third oh, coming right. in with a real zinger. You're yeah. right about that. It was either yeah. become a serial killer or grow his fingernails out. Right. Oh my god. They both take the same amount of dedication and commitment. Oh my god. Ugh. It literally. Oh, how do you come back all. from that? So, uh, <clears throat> while we work around that feeling, uh, I'm going to do one quick thing because I have two uh, wonderful ladies on my show today. Old comedy classic. I'm going to do a themed with this F Mary Kill, right? Great. You're going to sleep with someone, you're going to marry someone, you're going to kill someone. Old comedy classic. This is like my go to if I'm just in a really bad place or I'm missing home and I just want to remember America in the good old days. <laughs> I'll pop in uh, Three Amigos because I think it's just one of the greatest of all time. Great. Steve Martin, Chevy Chase, Martin Short. Who are you going to F Mary kill? I'm for sure killing Chevy Chase. <laughs> so that's the that's first it? one. You go with him? <laughs> I'm just killing Chevy Chase. Oh, yeah. Um, for a lot of reasons. Um, He's earned it. And then it's what, Steve Martin and Martin Short? Yeah. Okay. You marry, <laughs> I'm assuming because when you get married, you don't have sex anymore, so I would marry Martin Short. And, oh, look at you. And uh, I would sleep with Steve Martin. That's literally exactly what I was going to say. Great man. I knew it immediately. That's why. Like, of course you do all of those things. They all make sense. Like, who would not want to sleep with Steve yeah, Martin? Yeah, he's an, I mean, I'm not, I am not a fan of him as a human being. I don't mind saying that out loud. It's too bad. No, it's fine. He's extremely funny. He just, yeah, extremely funny. I find, like, Andy Samberg is, like, the new generation of Chevy Chase, but without being a dick. Right. Mm -hmm. He has that same vibe, that same dad, quirky, offbeat comedy about him. Seems really sweet. Right. But he doesn't seem like a douche. In real life. Correct. Because I think what we've all learned is that you can still be very talented and not be a dick. Yeah. And it's very possible. Mm -hmm. All the men from Love Actually, which I most recently watched, you know, Colin Firth, that other guy and the other guy, like, I wouldn't be able to make a decision. That means a lot. That's hard. Oh, they're good. Hugh Grant, when he's doing the dance sequence. Yes, Hugh, Colin Firth, and there's one more. Yes, I Wait, just with oh, and is it no? Is it not Alan Rickman? Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. You're thinking of yeah. Even though he's the douchebag in that it movie, it doesn't matter. Well, then, then that's mean, four. So it's got to be like F. Uh, Mary Kill Finger. Yeah, F. Ooh. Mary Kill Finger. <laughs> divorce. Fin- that should be the next one. Oh, divorce, divorce or uh, mm, well, or or like a you situation where like you trap them and you just kind of keep them to yourself. <laughs> And in the you, basement? And you pretend Perfect. like they died a long time ago. Perfect. That way Alyssa doesn't have to keep sleeping with these comedy idiots. She just keeps True. a nice man down there for when she needs when him. When I need which, it. She has very limited time, Stay people. with me. Stay with me. Um, all right. So, uh, Alyssa, obviously you got your theater company. Uh, Tara, you got a ton of stuff that you're working on right now. Um, is there anything coming up uh, that you'd like to plug that our lovely listeners can uh, tune into? Check out. Um, I just feel like if, if you check out the Pack Theater in general, um, even if I'm not performing there, other people are, and it's so great. Um, packtheater.com or on Instagram at Pack Theater and yada yada yada. But uh, or if you look at my stuff, it always I'm always listening like when I, where I'm performing and when. Sweet. All the time. Yeah, love the Pack Theater. Uh, I perform there sometimes. Uh, I adore you. it. That's how I met her, That's and true. Um, it's great. Took classes, became part of the little group there, and I adore it. So definitely check it out. Um, and yeah, maybe check out my movie called The Twisted Nanny on Lifetime. You guys can look me up on Instagram Boom. at Tara Erickson it's at the Tara Erickson so on good. Twitter, and IMDb me. Let's get that star meter up. 
I mean, but up, I mean, down in numbers. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's how it works. That's how it works. Up it. <laughs> Get it up. Um, to get it down. Let's see. Uh, of course, guys, this is Horribly Hollywood Single. Be sure to uh, subscribe on uh, Apple Podcasts. Give us a little rating if you'd like. Check us out on YouTube. Uh, be sure you subscribe. Um, let's see here. If I'm talking to you online, if you ever want to have a bad date story or something that you want to have read, maybe you don't live in the Los Angeles area or you're always busy on Mondays, I will happily read a terrible uh, date story for you on your behalf. Um, let's see. I wrote uh, a little metaphor before... Uh, I try to end the show with this. I'm trying to do this more now. It's like a regular thing. It's just kind of scary to come up with something. And don't forget at horribly Hollywood single on Instagram, right? Oh, they can shoot, message sorry. Stories there. Oh, stories, stories, yes. Instagrams, yeah. Uh, Instagram at horribly Hollywood single. Follow, follow along for all the joy. Thank you. You're very sweet. Look at you. Good looking uh, out. So I just want to say first off, I had two different metaphors to read aloud today. I I presented mine, and then I presented my fiance's. Uh, blind test subjects and my fiance's one uh, a little shout out to you to my fiance she puts up with a man boy sometimes so mm-hmm. I just want to say sweetie I love you very much thanks for being so Gross. patient with me uh, <laughs> man boy uh, let's see alright so this is the series that I got dating is like being late for work and getting pulled over by a cop dating in LA is just like that except while the cop is pulling you over he's yelling all your dirtiest secrets into a megaphone Mm-hmm. Now, thank you for joining us along. Yeah, we also want to give a special shout out to uh, Nikki Nelson with the singlesociety.com for your uh, hilarious story. Um, I am Adam Carr. Special guest today, Alyssa Phillips. Thank you so much. Special guest co-host coming back, Tara Erickson. You're amazing. <laughs> Jeff you. in the booth. I love you so much, Jeff Graham. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for everything. And uh, guys, stay single, stay horrible. Hey, we don't judge. Good night. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.